What's up? What's up, podcast listeners? It's your boy Coke Smush here, and you already know I'm joined by my best friend Waffles. Yo, hey, how are you today, buddy? Doing pretty good. Yeah, came back from D and D, ready to bust this episode out. Yeah, I was really hoping to do it yesterday because I was like, all right, I'm all hyped up, and then you know we both kind of got into like a little bit of a funk, so I was like, you know what? tomorrow's not a bad idea so we can still bring that energy you know yeah definitely i don't know what was going on yesterday i was it was like a, a slow day it was kind of off i mean it was saturday but i just felt like everybody was doing something it wasn't a normal saturday for me you know yeah i mean i don't know i was pretty much home alone all day which was weird because usually my parents are here we're cleaning or some shit or dealing with the dogs and they left something's like going on I was just chilling by myself. I started cleaning a bit, and I was just like, I don't know, something's all weird. I, I just, I can't tell. I'm off today. The The energy was off, whatever it was. We're here today. <clears throat> We're doing it. We're doing it in today's, tonight, whatever time you're listening to. This episode is going to be about proper leadership. Okay, we haven't really done an episode about proper leadership, and I feel like it's really good because... It's more than just, oh, yeah, be a good example. You know, like, obviously, no shit. But there's so much that goes into it, right? You know, so we'll go into a little intro about it, talk about what leadership is, what it isn't, uh, maybe touch up on some historical context. We can go over, like, maybe who uh, who one of our favorite leaders in history was. Um, talk about the changing landscape of leadership in the 21st century, go over some key characteristics of proper leadership, uh, cover some common pitfalls, and then go over some tools and resources that you guys can use to develop some leadership skills. And then we'll follow up with the conclusion. Sound good? Yeah, for the most part. As long as we don't get sidetracked, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> that's why I have this this layout, so we can try to stay structured, you know, for the most part anyway. All right, so I'm, I want to start off with a quote, right? You were talking about you had uh, a quote about leadership. Did you end up finding that? Um, so I've got a couple. Uh, when I get bored scrolling through Instagram, uh, this one dude that I follow, uh, puts a bunch of motivational stuff on there for like management versus leadership or you know proper managers or proper leadership and let's see i just scrolled past it on accident crap where did it go so one of one of the ones that i saw was managing is about doing things the right way and leadership is about doing the right things and kind of break that down a little bit you know managing you know you make sure things are done the right way isn't like the job's done properly you know whatever it may be and all you know little checklists whatever the hell it may be you know that that gets done but you want to be able to lead people so that way you know if they're going through something right you want to make sure that you know if you can help them still be able to do their job and make sure, you know, you still have your checklist. You may be a manager, but you want to lead them in the right direction. Right. So that way, you know, you're doing the right thing, showing that you still care for your your employees, your workers, or whoever it may be. So that way, you know, you're not coming off as like that asshole manager. Or you're making it to where it just looks like you're just micromanaging every little thing that they're doing. I, I don't know about you, but I absolutely hate micromanagement. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. I feel that, you know, like if I get told to do something, especially if like I know how to do it or I have an idea of what I'm supposed to do. So I start doing it. I don't want you peering over my shoulder, making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't want you like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing it like this. You know, like if I know how to get something done and it gets done, criticize the results. Don't criticize my work while I'm doing it. Yeah, like there's there's definitely a, a big difference, you know. As long as things still get done the way it's supposed to be, like the the finished result's still the same. Right. How you get there really shouldn't matter. There's more than like one way to skin a cat. Do that same job, yeah, a different way. 
everybody has you know and like once you start doing something enough you get so comfortable that you start developing your own way to do it better and more efficiently right so it might not be regulation but it's getting done and it's more efficient so i don't see why that would be a problem you know yeah as long as you're not breaking some kind of like laws or yeah 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 rules, like osha <laughs> violations shit like that like, uh let's not go let's not go like there that. i mean as uh, long as it, you're you know you're <laughs> saying within your, the boundaries you're supposed to you may have you know a different process to get into that same result as somebody else i'd be fucking and... breaking osha violations left and right when i was an electrician <laughs> yeah, i, I mean, get you though for sure i was doing talks like, there was probably something that shouldn't have been but hey, i mean things still got done yeah uh, one of my favorite quotes is from John C. Maxwell. He says, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Now, to me, that is, that's a leader because a leader isn't going to send the pack into uncharted territory. The leader is going to send the pack into territory that they're familiar with. You know, maybe a foolish leader might lead somebody into uncharted waters, but somebody that has a good head on their shoulder, a good leader is going to lead the path to victory, lead the path to success, to success. And if you know the way, you're going to go the way and you're going to show your people the way to success. That's what a good leader should do. And, you know, like that, that goes into, you know, being a leader in um, management too, right? So you can't just be a good manager because you're just going to do things by the book, right? And people might not agree with what you're doing because maybe things are dated or maybe things aren't as efficient they're not working out to the the majority of the people's um expectations right and so when you have somebody that's a good leader you have somebody that is showing the people the the proper way right not just saying hey this is how you do it it's showing you like hey this is how you do it we're going to do this together you know, so I think that's that's another good thing too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so to kind of you know put it in a little by two cents. I feel like you know a good manager comes to, with being a great leader. Like I have had a lot of pretty terrible managers. Pretty sure anybody that's you know worked retail or fast food yep. stuff like that <laughs> has had. Or any job, honestly, has had pretty bad managers. But that's mostly because they don't know how to lead people. And, right. you know, that's one of, like, the biggest roles in management is being able to lead people, being able to train them how they should be trained, stuff like that. And it's just, like, if you can't be a proper leader, then why are you in a management role at all? I agree. Because all you're going to do is have a higher turnover rate, not being able to have, you know, consistent work. You're going to have a really terrible work environment and people aren't going to want to, you know, stay. Well, a lot of people that get put into management positions will will get put into that position from like an inside thing. You know, it'll be like the owner's son or daughter or a family member or somebody that is close with the family you know, and then they get put into this position and don't know how to lead the people. They don't know the way because they weren't shown the way. They were told the way, but they don't know how to get to there themselves. You know, so now they're trying to be this leader position as management, but they don't know how to lead. You know, and when you said being a proper leader, you know, like four types of behavior account for about 90% of leadership effectiveness. Being supportive operating with a strong result orientation, seeking different perspectives, and solving problems effectively. Okay, so effective leaders know what works in one situation and what will not necessarily work every time. Leaders strategize um, organizations' context and stage of evolution. Um, leaders are, are people that can develop a broad range of skills to guide people, right? They're not just, here, you're a manager. You know, like this is somebody that has the skills and qualifications to lead people. They deserve to be a manager. They deserve to be in this higher position to be a leader, what the people would see as a leader, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, these neighbors are crazy. Yeah, um, I'm just getting distracted <laughs> with all the stomping. Like it's, 
I can't wait to move, you know, like, it, it's just frustrating. It, it's every day at this point, so I don't know how I'm not used to it yet. They just have no respect. They obviously weren't shown by a good leader when they were being raised how to fucking act like a civil human being. Excuse my English. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot, a leadership can go into pretty much any any role you can think of you know being a parent being a good friend you know like work like it's it's applicable to any position or any you know section of life you want to think about and being able to apply that and you know help those around you and sh you know show them the way right Right. Like that's that's one of like the biggest things is like, showing the way like, for sure. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that I've uh, that I learned was like I I had a pretty terrible supervisor when I worked at Best Buy and I was just like, you know what, it is what it is. I'm just gonna take on this role as myself because he's usually never work never anywhere to be found. So I trained all the new people. I made sure that I led them. I'm not going to expect somebody to go do a job that I don't want to do, right? I will be by their side doing the same thing. I, I, it could be any stupid, you know, job, like sweeping up some dirt or whatever, right? Making sure things are clean. I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, go clean this. Like, I don't want to do it, so you can. No, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, we need to get this done Let's go do this together. I'll get this section. You go get that section. Right. Tackling like, it together. That's yeah. one of the biggest things that I see an issue with where people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a great leader. And it's just like, well, what do you do that makes you a great leader? And they're like, oh, well, I lead people to success. But do you do the small things that shows that you are willing to help them in those things? Or do you, are you just expecting them? Are you just managing them? There's a big difference between just managing them and like, and just telling them to go do something to expect them to, you know, learn and become that leader in that section? Or are you standing by their side, helping them out, doing the nitty gritty work alongside with them and leading them to become, you know, you know better version of themselves, better their job, like whatever it may be. Right. You know, and that's another thing too is that's what leadership is, you know, showing somebody the way. And what leadership is not is it's not about control. It's not about, you know, like you do this, right? Managing somebody. You can manage somebody and still not be a good leader. Like you've already established that. But it's about guiding and mentoring others, right? So when when you when you look at the when you look at the word leader, right? A leader is somebody that leads. So people that follow a leader are going to see that that leader is showing them the way. Whether they think that way is right or not, they need somebody to show them that way. And that person is showing them that way. They're a leader. They might not lead them in a good direction, but they're a sort of leader. You know, and that's another thing you have to look for in people that define themselves as leaders, right? You have these false, these false leaders, people that claim that, you know, like, I have this influence and persuasion i have this many people following me but what are they really leading you know like do they stand for a good cause are they leading their followers in the right direction or are they leading them down a doom hole right like not going anywhere just in circles until you eventually burn out you know it, leadership's not about talking but it's about listening you know and i feel like i do a lot of talking but as as much talking as i do i do equal amount of listening I, I talk to a lot of different people about what they're going on, and I have to listen to what they're going on to pay attention. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, what? You know, like, I don't do that when I talk to people because I listen. I hear them out. And that's a, a characteristic of somebody that is a good leader. I don't, I'm not saying I'm a good leader. I'm just saying somebody that is a good leader is going to have a characteristic of being a good listener. You know, so there, there's a bunch of characteristics, you know, and we'll get into that later. Yeah, I mean, they got to be able to take that you know, little bit of criticism to, you know, help them become a proper leader and understand being able to understand that criticism and being able to apply it to help them grow. Like nobody's going to be, you know, right off the bat, the perfect leader. 
no one there's no such thing as perfect everyone's got things they need to work on no matter what it may be could be something small could be something big but being able to take that criticism and use it as you know a ladder to success right you know you've got to there's no one that's going to succeed right off the bat you know there's going to be little failures here and there and being able to take adapt and evolve you know yeah being able to take you know those little bits of criticism and use it as like a use it as a stepping stone to become a better leader and being able to adapt to whoever it may be that you're leading because not everyone's going to have be able to understand the same kind of leadership as somebody else right you know and somebody that views somebody as a leader might view it for certain reasons that somebody else might not find applicable you know and so there's there's going to be you know unique cases in where somebody is um classified as a leader in their category where somebody else might not see them as you know like somebody that's a top streamer could be a good leader they might be you know putting out a good message and you know um uh what's the word i'm trying to look for um fostering a positive community right somebody that's influential in the streaming space but then you look at somebody that you know is like a blue collar right and has been working their ass and you know they're like they're not a leader like what do they do sit on their computer all day you know like they they don't have the same mentality right and so i think another thing about being a good leader is being able to adapt and evolve right we're always trying to be better than we were yesterday always trying to grow one percent better at least you know and so if you're forever trying to be better you're going to make mistakes you might be a leader but leaders make mistakes you know and if you're if you're a good leader you're going to know how to overcome that mistake and grow from it right so that you don't make it in the future so that the people that are following you don't make that same mistake and you can show them the way and how to not make that same mistake right who was uh who was one of your favorite leaders in history okay Bless you. um to be honest i really don't pay much attention to history <laughs> who would you consider a good leader First person off the top of your head. My dad. I, I honestly don't know. Oh. Nope. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry, I Mr. Got, Sands. I got, <laughs> I got I got a lot of respect for him. But I, I don't know if I could really, you know, say he was a good leader. Right? Right, right. Like, well, you you can be a good dad and not be a good leader. You know, so don't get that wrong. But who is one person... Ooh. Off the top of your head, that you would consider a good leader. Doesn't matter what it's for. Just somebody that you consider a good leader. Whether it be for their ideals, whether it be for their influence. Excuse me. I'm drinking a blue moon and it's quite refreshing. Um, Pretty reckless in the stream says her old GM before this new one came around. See, and why do you think that is? Do you think your old GM went on to better opportunity? Because if they are better than your new one, they didn't like get fired, right? So how come Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe they were a good leader, but they went against the book. Who's your yeah, favorite honestly, leader, I'm... Nilla? You want to chime in? She's all like, <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. Um, well, I like uh, I like Winston Churchill. Um, you know, he had a lot of a lot of influential quotes. You know that that a leader would say. You know, like victory in the sign of defeat victory hold on what was this quote let me, let me let me look this up so people don't fact check me on this um so the quote is victory at all costs victory in spite of all terror victory however long and hard the road may be right and when when you're going into when you're going into battle when you're going into war you need somebody that is not stupid that doesn't have fear 
but somebody that can take that fearless personality and instill it in other people, you know? And so Winston Churchill did that. Another one I like is Gandhi, right? So Gandhi had a quote that was, an eye for an eye leaves the world blind, you know? And so that's, that's like saying two wrongs don't make a right, you know? So like you hit me, but if I hit you, what, what is that? We're even? No, because then you're going to want to hit me back, right? So um, I, th I think people that can instill some kind of influence in people throughout time are, are good leaders. You know, like if somebody has a quote that is applicable to life hundreds of years down the line, they, they were knowledgeable. They, they were a good leader in, in their niche, whatever, you know, they were doing. You know, and Gandhi was about peace. You know, he was a founding father of nonviolent protests and a staunch pursuer of peace. You know, so he was a leader when it comes to people that want to walk a peaceful life, right? And uh, he might not be able to show you the way, but his quotes and the way that he lived can show you the way. You know, Buddha, you know, there, there's, there's a bunch of different leaders. So... I mean, you can talk about like Martin Luther King Jr., Abraham Lincoln. Like there's a bunch of people that did really positive and powerful things in history and would be considered leaders, you know, but in nowadays, like things, things change, you know, and I want to talk about that too is like modern context, right? Is the changing landscape of leadership in the 21st century. You get into things like, you know, um, electronics, digital transformation, you know, technological prowess. Um, the, the, there's so much, you know, like the digital age demands leaders to be tech savvy, you know, like you can't have this dude be a leader and he doesn't know how to use a smartphone, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know how to check social media, you know, like doesn't have a Twitter account to, to say influential things that people might, you know, be able to apply later on, you know, um, emphasis on emotional intelligence, uh, cultural agility. There's so many things, you know, that, that are forever changing, right? You have to have an adaptive and agile mindset. So the pace of change in the modern world is rapid. Leaders need to adapt and adopt an agile mindset and be ready to pivot, you know, and change their courses needed. So there, you know, it's not like you can just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a leader today. You know, like, you, you have to you have to develop a skill set into becoming a leader if that's what you want to do. You know, and we'll talk about that later is, you know, some key characteristics and, uh, you know, characteristics that make up a proper leader. And then uh, later on in the episode, we'll cover some tools, some tools and uh, maybe some courses that you can that you can take to help you develop these characteristics. <clears throat> Waffles? Anything? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was, I would be like, yeah, not to be cheesy, but you know, Gandhi is pretty, was, was a pretty good leader. Like, yes, honestly, like, that's what I said, Gandhi. I, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up, but I was like, eh, everyone's gonna say that. No, but he was. You know, it's, it's true though. It is. It's, it's absolutely true. And it is. Even hundreds of years later, he's still seen as a great leader. Dude, I, I, I'll be going to like the dispensary or to the store with my buddy or something, and I'll see people with quotes, like bumper stickers of Gandhi quotes and shit. You know, and I'm like, this is, this is 2023 that we're in right now, right? And Gandhi was born in 1869, Okay. He didn't even live to be in the 2000s, right? And we're in 2023, this technological age where we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can download food at this time. And we're still quoting Gandhi. Hundreds of years later, and nobody's come up with a more relevant, you know, more relevant quotes than an eye for an eye leaves the world blind. Yeah, because it fucking does. You know, like, obviously, don't turn the other cheek. If you get slapped on your left cheek, don't turn to your right, like what the Bible says. But don't slap that person back because you're going to get into a slapping match. You know, like, there, there's, no, there's no justification in rebuttal. 
right? So if somebody does something bad to you, doing something bad to them might make you feel good temporarily, might give you that revenge feel, but it's not going to do anything positive for either party. Nothing. You know, and so when you take a quote like an eye for an eye leaves the world blind, you know, or before you try to remove the speck of wood from your neighbor's eye, first remove the plank out of your own. You know, like before you start pointing out these little fucking things that somebody else is doing, look at these big problems that you have going on first. You know what I'm saying? So quotes that are old can be applied to today's age just by rewording it a little bit you know so gandhi is a great leader for sure you know and i think some things that make up a great leader you know we'll get into some key characteristics uh vision right vision is a big one having a clear idea of where somebody wants to go and setting a direction and getting there right so you you want to be a streamer you want to be considered a leader as a streamer you need to pave the way for other streamers Right. So like I try to set an example, being a streamer, being a partnered broadcaster on you now, you know, like I try to uphold a certain level of professionalism, a certain level of mannerisms, you know, and it's not like I'm saying I'm a leader, but I'm saying I think this is the right way. And I try to help people follow that same path. If people want to label me a leader because of that, then that's on them. But I don't think a leader can be self-labeled. You can't classify yourself as a leader. Other people need to consider you a leader. You need to have a follower follow you and be like, yeah, I'm following this person. They're my leader, obviously. Right? And that, that goes into integrity. You know, staying true to one's principles and promises. You know, I have stay true tattooed on my knuckles because that's that's a belief that I live by. I'll stay true to myself and below it I have 1990 in life because that means I'll stay true to myself from the day I was born for the rest of my life. You know, I don't I don't believe in being fake. I don't believe in faking who you are to get results out of people because you want a certain result out of somebody. You know, like if people don't like me, I've said this before, if people don't like me, I don't give a shit. People are going to rock with me that rock with my convictions and they do because I am a man of my conviction. I'm not somebody that can just be faltered by the waves of the masses. You know, like I don't I don't go with the crowd. I don't go with what's in. You know, like I'm sitting here wearing a freaking like comfy t-shirt and some jogger pants, like and and a hat. Like I don't even match, dude. And and I'm live streaming. You know, like I don't care about what people think fashion is in. I wear what what's comfortable. You know, like I don't I don't follow trends. You know, like I, I would rather be a trendsetter than a trend follower. And that's that's another thing that that a good leader, a characteristic of a good leader has is somebody that doesn't follow the crowd, but the crowds follow them. Right. Um, <clears throat> ability to inspire. Motivating team members toward a shared vision. You know, when I was working at uh, Savers, the donation center, it's kind of like Goodwill, but better. Uh, we had <clears throat> we had this board on the wall and originally it said proper preparation prevents poor performance right the five p's right proper yeah five p's and um i was talking with my supervisor he's like super cool his name's hootie and uh if you ever hear this shout out to you hootie and um <clears throat> i told him i was like dude one thing that you know i would say in counter-strike with my team is one team one dream and he's like oh i like that man and it made sense, right? So we're all one team. We share one dream, right? We all want to get the product out. We all want to get the job done and go home, right? We all want to get paid. We all want to go home. So when you do the job properly, you can done it. You can do it efficiently and then get home early enough, right? You're not there longer because you're taking a longer time. So it kind of fell along the same thing of proper preparation prevents poor performance, but it was more inclusive, right? Including the team. Right. One team, one dream. We're all one team. We're all one family. We share one dream. You know, so another another characteristic is decision making, balancing between decisiveness and flexibility. You know, so that that goes into what you were saying earlier, Waffles, with, you know, being a good leader and, you know, um, like a manager. Right. And the difference between the two. So 
decisiveness and flexibility. Flexibility, you might know what the right thing to do is, but if it's not right for the common good of the people, then by not doing it, you know, you're not really a good leader. Or what am I trying to say? If it's good, if it's good for what, like by the book or whatever, right? But it might screw over a bunch of people and you do it yeah, because so... it's by the book, you know, like you're not really being flexible. Yeah, I think what you're kind of trying to say with that is like uh, the flexibility portion, portion, right? Being able to get the same result, but a different way of getting there. Right. Being able to kind of bend towards the way of, you know, your, your team that you're, you're leading, right? Being able to kind of move things around to how they're able to get that same same end product that you're that needs to get done right you know the whole one team one dream thing being able to prep the team the way they need to be prepped because not every team's going to be the same and being able to be flexible with that right being able to make those decisions to move how something needs to get done i guess on a certain well kind of well, like if some if somebody's not understanding something the the regular way, right? You need to be able to adapt how you're teaching them to show them a way that they understand, you know, and that that falls under flexibility as well, you know, and that that goes into the last thing I wanted to bring up was communication, being clear, concise, and considerate, you know, like <clears throat> if you got a team, if you got a team of people and you're their leader. You know, you can't just be like, okay, we're going to do this. And if somebody is unable to do that, you just leave them behind. You know, like you have to be considerate of, of the people that you're leading. You know, like if you're doing something that affects somebody, part of the group that you're leading in a negative way, you need to be, you need to be aware of that. And you need to be considerate of how it's affecting everybody, you know, like that's the whole thing about you know like being a streamer too like i keep bringing this up because it's so relatable but like the bigger you get as a streamer you can't just forget about people right you have to be inclusive the whole time and so it, once your chat starts going crazy you're gonna want to slow it down to the people that matter so you activate sub only chat you know and it might force people to subscribe to your channel to be able to talk but it's also going to slow the chat down to the people that are really trying to be involved, you know, and honestly, like a sub on a channel, like $5, $6 a month is not a big deal when people are out here spending $10, $11 a month on Spotify, $10, $12 on Netflix, you know, like all these fucking subscription services, you know, so when it comes to like supporting a streamer, especially somebody you consider a leader, if you can't afford subbing for five, six dollars a month, you might want to just fucking go on YouTube and look up some courses, you know, because this is this is like hands on, you know, like you're getting hands on leadership out of out of people, especially, you know, being a viewer to a streamer, you know, it's not just like reading a book, you know, and then nobody's talking to you. you know, like I have a discord. I talk to everybody. Everybody is included. It's all about inclusivity. You know, if I if I get labeled as a leader, I want other people to also be seen as a leader, too, because that's the way that I'm showing them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not guiding a, a flock of sheep and they all believe I, I have the way like I'm not some messiah. You know, a proper leader is going to show them that way they can show other people. Yeah, I mean, so kind of like going a little bit back towards the whole like sub thing. Yeah, you know, I, I I would get that being able to support them. You know, there's also other ways like putting it your chat on like slow modes. People can't be spamming. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. Things like that. Like you know, there's not everyone's gonna have you know all that money and shit. Like I I completely get it, right? But when you're if you're like a long time supporter and you really enjoy you know somebody's content or being able to like 
take their leadership that you or see uh, take their leadership to you know being able to better yourself in some kind of way being able to show that support and you know you could even there's like there's people that tip for a dollar and they're like send some kind of message and sometimes it's like this it's the small things that count it's one of those like yeah you know it could only be five dollars but at the same time that could be you know somebody's lunch right not yeah. everyone's gonna have that yeah, yeah. money and we're not we're not all expecting it to be like oh well if you can't sub well then we don't want you no it ain't, it's not anything like that at well, all. yeah and if we're talking and, like you know twitch uh scenarios too where somebody can you know send a little bit of like a dollar to highlight their message or whatever the no donation message i think that shows that they really care right they went out of their way to make sure that you see their message right they consider you that high of a level that they want you to see their message because they they value your opinion that much you know or maybe they're just trying to get a reaction out of you i don't know i've seen you know some streamers get trolled but I totally understand what you're saying on that for sure. But yeah, so kind of going back towards like the whole, like the beginning of what you were saying, right? Like you can't label yourself as a leader because then you know, it just, it sounds stupid, but at the same time, it's, it's true. Like you can't be the one that's like, oh yeah, I'm leading these people. I'm, I'm the leader of these people. Like, no, the, the way to become a proper leader, that's like the whole episode, right? How to be a proper leader is you learn things and you're willing to teach those to become as good, if not better than you, right? Right. And being able to lead those people and they see you as a leader, then I would classify that as a proper leader. Because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting to lead people, manage them, whatever you want to call it. But when I have shown time and time again at every one of my jobs that I've been to, that I know how to lead people, I know how to train people and be able to get them to understand, you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it or if they're struggling, I'm right there next to them helping them out if they need to. That is a proper leader in yep. my eyes, being able to, you know, you know, show them the way. It sounds stupid. It's like the, how much we've been saying it. Being able to show them the way, having that vision, right? Do you know like, the way? No Knowing the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that it's it sounds stupid and it's repetitive. We've said it time and time again. And I don't want to sound like a broken record. But right? how can you but, lead people if you don't know the way? Right. Yeah. Being able to, you know, adapt and overcome. That's one of the biggest things. Being able to, if you don't know something, you will find a way to figure it out. Or you will, you know, by looking it up, by, you know, talking to other people, you're not everyone's going to know everything. But right. being able to find those resources to be able to help somebody out and then you show those show them those resources on how you figured it out to be able to have them be able to show somebody else if they also are struggling with the same thing. The resources and the tools to being able to get to that point of success right and becoming that better person you know more knowledgeable being able to lead them down the path that they want to go or you know the, the be the better self um i do want to get into that <clears throat> tools you know to foster some leadership characteristics but i want to cover some some common pitfalls first you know um when it comes to leadership you know, one thing we said is you have to know the way, right? So the, the biggest pitfall, I feel, is lack of vision, right? Leaders who fail to provide a clear vision can leave their teams feeling directionless. A lack of vision can lead to reduced motivation, commitment, and engagement. You know, if you don't know the way, where are you going, <laughs> right? Poor communication, misunderstandings, missed opportunities, right? If, if you don't know how to properly communicate then how are you going to properly show people the way? Micromanagement. You know, we, we were talking about this earlier. 
Leaders who excessively control or scrutinize their employees' work can stifle innovation and autonomy. This can lead to decreased morale and a lack of empowerment among team members. If you have people, if you, if you get told to do a job and you got your supervisor or manager peering over your shoulder, nitpicking every little thing, is that going to make you be constructive? Are you going to be constructive with your time doing that job? Probably not. But if he's like, hey, I need you to do this. This is how you can do it. If you need help, come and get me. You're probably going to be more productive, right? Or am I wrong? And that, that kind of goes along with the lines of, you know, ability to inspire. It's a, another leadership right, characteristic. Right, right. Being able to, you know, inspire your employees. One of the biggest things is, that I see is that people just expect things to get done. They're not going to, like the small things, like sweeping up some trash or something. Like, I hate doing that. Don't get me wrong. But I make it fun. You know, I throw on some music or, you know, I make jokes. And dance, with the, a little bit. dance with the but broom a little bit. exactly like we i make it a good time and being able to you know motivate people to do like the the small things like the the bullshit work is what i usually call it like it sounds stupid and yeah and but somebody's got to do it and don't expect you know don't always be like, oh, well, you're you're the new person, so it's, it's your turn. I used to do that. Like, no. You can still get your hands dirty. I don't care how high up you are on the totem pole. If somebody's, you know, struggling or being able to grasp, not being able to grasp the concept of how something should be, get, should be getting done, then be there to help them. Be there to inspire them, motivate them to get whatever that grunt work or whatever it may be done. And everybody in the, at the end of the day, everybody will be happy because things got done right. Right. You know, and I think that's that falls under failure to delegating, right? Failure to delegate. Um, when you when you are micromanaging, you aren't delegating properly. You're not entrusting those tasks and responsibilities to your team members. You're nitpicking over everything that they're doing. And when you're doing that, leaders can become overwhelmed and teams can feel undervalued. You know, thank, thank you so much for, for the support on the stream. Um, for everybody that's just tuning in, uh, we're talking about proper leadership. Uh, if you're just tuning in or if you're panning through on YouTube or whatever, um, feel free to listen to this episode. You know, like you might have gone through some, some places at work where you felt like, the management wasn't good management because maybe they weren't a good leader, you know, or maybe you have people that uh, consider you a leader and you resonate with some of these, you know, but we're, we're talking about, you know, like all of the different aspects that make up a, a proper leader, a good leader, somebody that can can show you the way. It, I'm just going to get back into it. Um, another pitfall, you know, uh, Avoiding difficult decisions, right, or conversations. So uh, leaders that sidestep challenges or, you know, if if you come up to somebody and they are dodgy with your question or they completely dismiss you, you know, that, that erodes team confidence and trust, right? If you go up to a manager and you're like, hey, I'm not sure how to do this, and they're like, oh, you know, just you know, ask so-and-so, right? You're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, come on, dude. I-, I came to you for help. I came to you to show me the way, and you're over here telling me that this dude's going to show me the way. Why am I going to consider you a leader if this person's leading me? You know, like, there- there's, so many- there's so many pitfalls in leadership, but a good leader grows, right? And resistance to change is another one the inability to adapt to change or being overly rigid can cause missed opportunities and stagnation if you are reluctant to grow from your mistakes you're not a leader you might be higher on the totem pole per se to some people but you're not going to be considered a leader if you don't know how to grow right lack of empathy 
Leaders who don't show understanding or compassion toward their team members can appear cold or uncaring, leading to a disconnect between leadership and staff. You know, if if your manager doesn't give a shit that you don't know how to do something after you came to them for their help, it's like, why do you even want to be there anymore? You know, like you don't even want to be following this person's example. You don't even want to be at that at that job anymore because of the poor leadership, you know? So there, there there's a bunch, you know, like I could get into more, but I don't I don't want to just keep going over over certain things. We have more that I want to talk about, especially like when it comes to the tools. You were talking about tools and um you know, different things that people can can do to, you know, help help them grow into being leaders. All right, do you want to get into any of that? I've got some stuff here. Yeah, there's so I I'm not a big fan of like reading books and whatnot, but I do listen to a bunch of like audible books. So where's that? One of the ones that I Rich Dad Poor Dad, I feel like is the good one. Uh, I've heard of how that to book, win actually. friends and influence people. Yo, like that was I've listened to that one. That was gonna be the first, the first times. book that I I was gonna I was that's the first book I have that one. I have Start with Why, and I have uh letter Leaders Eat Last. Right, Th- those are the books that I was gonna bring up, and you said How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a guide on interpersonal skills, um, which is crucial for leadership, you know. So that that's a fucking good one, dude. Sorry, excuse my English. Damn, nice, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, what what book's he gonna say? I wonder if he's gonna say one of my books. First book on here. That's hilarious. But yeah, those are like the like the biggest one is definitely the how to win friends and influence people. Um. Where was the other one? So, <laughs> his book is called Wise as Fuck by Gary John Bishop. There's a, there's a, there's a few books that I, I've listened to. There's, there's Unfuck Yourself, Stop Doing That Shit, and Wise as Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Those seems like more uh, alternative approaches to the leadership. Definitely. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you resonate with, you know, like there's books out there, there's courses, you know, like online courses, there's a a Harvard leadership organizing an action course, there's LinkedIn learning, you know, there's, there's tools, like I was even using some of these tools like Trello, you know, Trello is a project management tool that can be valuable for leaders to manage teams, tasks, projects, and ensure collaboration. You know, what's cool about Trello is, say, Say me and you are, are you know, we're doing our, our video game stuff. We're, we're running a game studio or whatever. Anything that we want to do, we can put in a need to do tab, right? And then we can assign people to do those things. Like I can be like, okay, Travis is going to do this. Ryan's going to do this. Travis is going to do this. Ryan's going to do this. And then as we do them, we can mark them like to actively doing or done or, you know, like put on the back burner and everybody that's part of that Trello can see it, right? It's all visible. So your work is becoming public and you're now showing proof of work to people. So that's really cool. There's another thing. That also kind of goes along the lines with like delegating properly. Like you got to be able to understand your team and be knowledgeable enough to know which team member will be strongest in that, you know, that area or who, who's, and that falls under communication, right? Yeah. So you need to be able to communicate what needs to be done, have your team communicate with you who can do what, who struggles where, that way you can put people, you know, where they're strong and avoid weaknesses if you can. Yeah, one of the biggest things is that, I, that you know, it, it's a pretty dumb quote, but it's extremely relatable, is that, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? And being able to help those who are in need, that way everybody's on the same level, everybody's able to understand 
everything that's going on and at some point you won't have as weak of a link to get stuff done right like ever being able to tell people that or teach people how to get certain things done like you may know what everything that needs to get done and how to do it but you're one person right and being able to delegate those to your team members and if somebody's struggling being able to help them like if you're just going to delegate that to some 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 dumb task to somebody and they're struggling and you see they're struggling you're not doing anything about it and all you're going to do is just bitch and moan about how poor of a performance they're doing there's got to be a reason behind it be able to talk to those people you know the communication is the biggest thing that fails in most leaders is they're like oh well this person's not doing this right being able to talk to them and see what is going on and what they can do better or how how you could lead them to toward the success that you're wanting to see out of them is a biggest is one of the biggest keys in that whole scenario right and you know the 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 biggest thing that i say you know everyone's not perfect not everyone's going to know everything but being able to find those resources those tools to teach somebody that you might not understand how to teach them communicate with them see what you know works best for them they could be a hands-on learner they could read a book and then be able to go do it or you have to you may be able to talk them through it verbally like it's everyone learns differently and some may not learn off the first try you know a lot of the times I'll, you know, I'll get take a person, right? And, you know, I'll talk to them, see how they learn best. If it's, you know, hands-on, I'll show them how to do it. Then I'll be by their side with them doing it. And then I'll let them do the whole thing. I'll still be there, but I'll let them do the whole thing by themselves just to make sure that they understand it. And that's like the, the, the three steps that I take to training people, right? It, like, Show them how to do it, whether it's, you know, through paper or hands-on. Then I, you know, work with them to get that result or get that, you know, task done. Then I see if they're able to do that task by themselves and go from there, right? If they if they can't do it by themselves, then, you know, you go back, go back a step, you know, see what they're struggling with, see what they're not understanding and being able to explain it to them to get them to be able to understand what they may be missing to complete that task. Definitely. I wanted to uh, use these last uh, seven minutes here to um, open it up to the, the stream, you know, the people that are listening in right now, you know, Kenny's been chiming in with some feedback that I wanted to touch over real quick, uh, going back to her old GM. Um, She was saying now, uh, he's a VP, but he would go around and make sure that all employees were okay with their work, right? Check their mentality, be more family oriented than now where it's more corporate nowadays, right? Uh, saying he would make sure he was actually involved in the company events and make sure to shake hands and talk with everyone and get to know them on a personal level. If there was an issue, he would try and help work it out with you or help you find the tools to move forward. And that's a good leader, right? Somebody that sees that maybe you don't know the way right they showed you the way but you don't know how to find it well here is a tool to help you find the way right so if you here's my streams for example um if you come into my streams you're gonna you're gonna see people venting you're gonna see people chilling talking having a good time whatever i I don't care if people talk to me and like vent about their day but like I'm not Dr. Phil, right? Like I can I can talk to people about their day and I can give them some advice or maybe share some, you know, self-reflecting experiences that I've dealt with, but I can't I can't help you get better legally, right? Like I can't legally say like, yeah, uh this is this is advice, right? Take this seriously. You know, like you need to do your research and if what I've said hasn't helped you at all, then you need to see you need to see a professional because not everybody's gonna be able to help you. You know, 
professionals are professionals for a reason. They get paid to do their job because they're professionals. They're leaders in that industry and they're trying to pave the way for people that need to be shown the way, right? So, um, not many managers or leaders want to take that time to get hands-on with their team. I agree, Candy. I agree for sure. Um, I wanted to... I wanted to go over, you know, some some cultivating habits and practices that uh, can make a significant difference in, you know, a budding leader's journey, right? So the first one is reading. Uh, dedicate time each day to read, whether it's news, industry updates, books on leadership, which is what we talked about earlier, or other relevant material. This habit not only provides knowledge, but also encourages a growth mindset. Uh, the next one is self-reflection. Spend a few minutes each day reflecting on your actions, you know, your decisions and outcomes. Think about what went well, what could have been done differently, and the lessons learned. <clears throat> Ray says, I'm sorry I missed the stream thing with you and Thomas, but Kimmy and I are just listening to you in waffles till the speaker died. Oh, no. Well, you will be able to listen to this back once it's published. It'll be uh, it'll be live tonight on platforms. It should be. Um the next, the next one I want to get into is continuous learning, right? We talked about this, being able to grow and adapt, you know, and for continuous learning, allocate a set time each day to learn something new, whether it's through online courses or even YouTube videos, you know, like whatever, whatever helps you learn more, right? Networking is another one, you know, you can make it a habit to reach out and connect with someone new or nurture existing relationships. Building a professional network can be invaluable, right? Like me and Waffles, we, we met through gaming and streaming, but me and Waffles' relationship is more than just a friendship. It's it's a professional relationship. It's uh, a caring relationship. Like we care about each other's well-being. Like he's got my back, I got his. If If he needs something that I can help him with, I got him. If I need something that he can help me with, I know he's got me, you know, and that, that came from networking. You know, you, you foster these relationships through networking. You know, another one is time management. You know, like I don't really use calendars or to-do lists or anything, but I have I have Siri, you know, like I, I tell Siri, like, hey, Siri, do this for me. Hey, Siri, remind me to do this because I, I know I'm bad with time management. And for me to grow, I realized I'm bad with time management and I use a program like Siri to help me do things that I, I know I'm going to forget or I might not have time to do. I make sure I fit that time in, right? And that falls into mental and physical well-being. You know, like you got to take time for yourself. Incorporate physical activity into your routine, whether it's a morning workout, midday walk, stretches, whatever, but also practice mindfulness exercises or meditation to maintain your mental clarity, you know, and I wrote a book about understanding and managing anxiety because I deal with severe anxiety problems. I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. It's available on Amazon. Um, but fostering a, a, a well, a well-being for your mental is so important because how are you going to lead people in the right way if you're lost? You know, like how are you going to show people how to be successful when you're broken, right? How are you going to be like, this is the way? And you're over here like stuck in a pit, right? So um, I think it's, it's important to set clear goals. Start your day by setting clear, actionable goals. You know, I, I want to I want to stream today. I want to I want to make sure I take out the trash and wash the dishes today. You know, like set those goals and, and achieve those goals and celebrate those victories. You know, like they, they may be small victories, but celebrate those small victories, you know? Um, there's only a couple more I wanted to get into, uh, mentorship, you know, um, obviously if, if you're a leader, you were taught by somebody, if you're following a leader, they were taught by somebody, you know, so if possible, try to spend some time with a mentor or a coach regularly, you know, if you're trying to learn something, um, you know, say you're trying to be a, a good counter-strike player, you know, spend some time with somebody that has experience with counter-strike. And, and talk to them, you know, pick their brain a little bit, ask them questions, you know, play, play Counter-Strike with them. I'm just using that as an example. You know, there's, there's mentors in everything, music, um, art, you know, uh, construction, everything, right? Cars, whatever. I'm just saying, you know, 
And uh, empathy and appreciation, right? That's the last one. Make it a daily habit to show appreciation to your team members and your colleagues. Understand their perspectives and show empathy in your interactions. You know, don't be somebody that's just a manager. Be a good leader while you're managing, right? Manage your people and help them find the right way, right? I think by integrating those habits into your routines, you can foster personal growth, lay a strong foundation for success. Yeah, like one of the biggest things, like especially with most managers that I've come across, is they don't understand how to lead people. They were put in that position most of the time by either family or by you know time with the company, and they don't understand how to lead somebody or be able to you know, show show people the way, right? Like most places that they're like, oh, well, we, we, we hire managers from the inside. That, yeah, no, every job bullshit. that I've been at is bullshit. I yeah. have not seen, <laughs> I have not gotten, the, the people are like, oh, yeah, I've been here for three years. Okay, well, what were you hired on for? Oh, uh, management. Well, where'd you come from? Walmart. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've got plenty of you know management and skills on my resume but will i get you know put as a manager in that position nope yeah because i don't i don't, I don't have a classified manager role on my resume i don't think somebody could be management at a place like walmart and then they should be able to go be a manager of a fucking car place like just because they have management experience, it's a completely different industry. From retail to automotive is completely different. Unless you work at Pet Boys. Whoops. But I mean, even though like so when I worked at Best Buy, we had a new store manager come in and he did not understand a single thing. Like I went to, I went to training with him. And I didn't realize he was going to be the new store manager, but we met in training. And I was like, okay. Had he came, so when I was, yeah, when I was at Best Buy, he came from Walmart. He was a assistant store manager at Walmart and then came to be a store manager at Best Buy. And I'm just like, something's not sitting right. And obviously, you know, I wasn't wrong. Like, he did not understand how to manage anything, didn't understand how to lead people, how you know, a store sh- should be led and managed. And that that was, you know, a big downfall for that whole store, which is now closed. Yep, and that'll, that'll cause the downfall, you know. Poor management, poor leadership in management will cause a downfall of a business. You know, and I want to get into some, some key takeaways from this episode, you guys. I want I want to encourage you to apply anything that excuse me hold on <clears throat> I want to uh, encourage you to apply anything that you've listened to on this episode you know in your your leadership journey you know if that's something that you want to do if if you want to become a leader in your industry you know like take take what we said in this episode you know um and, and apply it you know apply some of the stuff we said you know find some stuff out on your own do your research. You know, like obviously you don't need to seek professional help when it comes to being a leader, but you might want to, you know, look up some courses online, some professional courses, maybe look up some YouTube videos, like what makes a good leader, how to be a good leader, things like that. You know, take the initiative to do the research if that's what you want to do. You know, so it's your boy, Coke Smush. I want to say thank you so much for listening to us. Don't forget to follow us, subscribe. Um rate the podcast and uh take it away waffles yeah so i'd like to say that you know if you have a bad manager and you feel like this was you know something they should listen to feel free to send it to them like we're not professionals by any means but we're all we're all out here just trying to function and you know being able to help somebody else out and you know they could take this and change the entire way they work or you know they could just take it with a grain of salt and just think it's whatever but again we're, we're not professionals at all 
but we're out here trying to function, trying to help people out. And, you know, if this is something that has helped you or you feel like can help somebody else out, then please share it. And, you know, we're all going to grow together. Very well said, buddy. And as always, I thank you for your time and for joining me on this episode. And I thank, I thank you listeners for giving us your time for another episode of Trying to Function. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to Trying to Function. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you on the flip side.